Thomas? You seem particularly triggered right now. Can you tell me what happened? I've had dreams that weren't just dreams. Am I crazy? We don't use that word in here. If you want the truth, Neo, you're going to have to follow me. And you know you know the only thing that matters to you is still here. I know it's why you're still fighting and why you will never give up. You don't know me. After all these years, to be going back to where it all started. Back to the Matrix. It's the Film Wheel cast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's a, a different podcast for a change, but what's one thing that is not different is that I'm joined by Neil. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm very well. Very well. It's nice to do uh, something a bit current. We so. are indeed. We are. It's, it's really good. We've actually seen, not together, but we've both seen uh, The Matrix Resurrections, and we've not spoken about this. You saw it today, I believe, didn't you? I did. I saw it this morning. Fantastic. Yes. I saw it the other day. How many people, just out of interest, uh, were in the cinema when you saw it? Six. Wow. I had eight <laughs> in mine when I saw it, and that was an evening showing. So yeah. uh, and I did wonder. I don't know whether it's the Omicron virus doing the rounds that <clears throat> scared people off, which is understandable, but I don't know. I, don't I expected know. more. So I was, yeah, there were six, including me, nerdy blokes sat in the cinema. One of which <laughs> decided to talk his way all the way through the film. So he was lucky I didn't slap him. I was gonna say, I'm surprised at your temper, as I know it is, <laughs> that you didn't knock him out. <laughs> well, I, was, I told him to shut the hell up at one point because he was doing more Sweden. But yeah, never mind. <clears throat> so this is like your, as we've always said, if anyone's listened to the previous podcast of The Matrix that we've done, we reviewed uh, the first three uh, well, all three, because there's only been three so far, and this is the fourth one. But you love this series, and I couldn't wait to get your your kind of points of view. And we're going to discuss this, but we're not going to do our usual podcast, kind of scene by scene and go through it. It's just going to be a general discussion, so it will contain spoilers. So if you haven't seen The Matrix uh, Resurrections yet, go and see it and come back to this podcast. So Indeed. it's just really a reaction review of what we kind of thought. I mean, before it, your hopes... You were a bit mixed, weren't you? Yeah, I, like I've said numerous times, I get a bit worried when Hollywood get hold of a franchise and then just start wringing the hell out of it, if you like, sort of re-emerging. And when a story's quite nicely wrapped up and it just feels like they're trying to get some extra money out of something that doesn't need to be touched. Um, so, yeah, I was worried about this and I've I've said that many times. Yeah, did you expect, uh, was it 18 years later, another Matrix film to be made? I'd hoped it would never happen. You didn't think or you hoped it wouldn't be made ever yeah. again? Yeah, I didn't I didn't need any more Matrix because I thought, the, you know, a lot of people, yourself included, really struggled by the end of the series. And I don't, apart from the core fans like me, and I really enjoyed it and I liked the way it finished. And it was like, Neo's gone. 
Trinity's gone, the Matrix has started all over, the humans are going to be free if they want to be, and it was all neatly sort of wrapped up, and it didn't, for me, need anything else. So I was a little bit surprised they decided to make a fourth. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was surprised, and I, I read today just of why they decided to make one. Obviously, it's Lana um, Wachowski who did this. Yes. Apparently, she said that Warner Brothers kept backing up lorries of more and more money, saying... <laughs> Will you will you make one every year? Will you make one? No, I don't need to. These were massive parts of my life, yeah. and um, she lost her mum, dad, and the best friend oh, in a no. really close spell, uh, and she was left with a massive void. And the only other people she felt that she could kind of console and go to um, was two other main characters who had been in her life, and oh, that no. was uh, Trinity and Neo. So pen to paper, and started coming up with her scripts and got more and more involved in it, and. In the end, she came up with um, Resurrections, and it was and wasn't ever planned. It was just kind of circumstances of life, really, that drove her to to do it. But I was excited when I saw the trailer for it because I thought it looked good. Uh, I I don't know how much of that has to do with Keanu Reeves looking like John Wick because I love John (laughs) Wick so much that I was just very very excited off it. But it was. I'm, I was glad, strangely enough, that we'd just done the three films. I honestly think mm-hmm. if we wouldn't have done the three films, I wouldn't have got the same experience. And from the people I've spoken about um, who have seen it and they were as hyped as I was and they came away and they had very, very kind of mixed opinions. Yeah. And I think from investing my time into it, from having the conversations with you and with James um about what happened and kind of just bouncing ideas off each other i think i got a lot more from it so i'm kind of promoting our own podcast in a way but listen to <laughs> the, the three reviews we've done mm. and if you're in not so much the first one but as it gets kind of more in depth and more technical as to why they do what seems like needless things it does become apparent and i benefited from that and i think if i wouldn't have able to come away with it completely different opinion but it it was really good it was great to see Keanu Reeves back again I, I never thought I'd see him back again as uh, Neo and it's kind of a really good idea because you it, it starts really strange because it, it's like someone watching in for the first one when you've got yeah. Trinity sitting there with all the agents and you you've got um this character called Bugs by Jessica Henwick or yeah. and she's great and, and it's kind of like well that's not trinity even though this is the same scene as trinity when she kicks yeah. everyone all the agents asses and instead of having um like dozer or tank viewing from like the ebuchadnezzar they can actually be there in reality to follow the person in the matrix can't they which was a a really good idea i love the twist on that yeah they can't be seen can they but they they're almost there and, and can see it all themselves it's it's quite a strange concept um but no it's quite good it, it, you're right though instantly it was it was almost like you were back in the first one i found and i thought this would be the case that this film was just absolutely crammed full of callbacks from the first three films it yeah. was just you weren't too far away from either a flashback which is obviously the plot driver for it but also sort of speaking about different things and stuff like that and it was just 
yeah, it was very much a callback film for me. Yeah, and, it, it yeah. was completely agree. I think it it's a it surprised me just how much I mean they relied on things. I I, I don't know why. I've not bothered looking into it. I, I probably should have done. Um, but obviously I've got a life outside of doing this. But <laughs> Morpheus isn't Lawrence Fishburne. Um, no. I can't even pronounce the guy who does it, but he's got a very... Yeah, yeah, Abdul Manti II. Thank you very much. I was about to say that. Um, <laughs> and But it's kind of like Morpheus, we learn, um, died. Or, and he's kind of... You've got the, the nanotechnology equivalent of who recreate... Um, like a a version of Morpheus, even though it isn't the same guy as Morpheus, like the same character, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, because the the robots and the humans now work together, don't they? After what happened in the last one, yeah, they now are in unity together and are able to, and life has flourished, so to speak. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is weird because, like you say, Morpheus himself, the the real guy, died and was made the supreme ruler of Zion, and yeah. They've somehow got his, I don't know, I don't know how you'd say it really, but who he was and put it into nanotech and this other dude who's pretty cool, to be fair to him. Yeah. Is there Morpheus? Yeah, I, I think he's yeah he's really, really good. And he's got that kind of vibe about him, about Morpheus. Mm. And especially, like, when they, as you said, mate, they do so many callbacks. And when they go back to like the dojo and they have that fight. Yeah. I mean, it sometimes for me it was too callbackish and it was like oh we've run out of ideas let's pad this out of a callback and they kind of even in the background on some scenes they showed the original film yes um and they recreated the scene now but back to the original film which was a bit strange but i know it's because that he's kind of they've kept him alive and you learn that the reasons why they've he they rebuilt him and talking about he it's obviously doogie hauser patrick uh, neil patrick harris who plays the analyst who is the architect to a certain extent and that was never really i thought well hidden he comes across as his therapist um keanu reed's therapist um to deal with like the kind of ptsd of the matrix yeah. and talks about him but he really is the architect keeping an eye on him isn't he yeah because neo or tom thomas anderson as his real name, yeah, has been remade by the machines so that he can be a powerful conduit when he's in close proximity to Trinity. Yeah. But to keep him sane, because he keeps going insane in the Matrix, they've got Neil Patrick Harris, who's the analyst, who has apparently taken over from the last supreme robot overlord and is doing things differently. And it's 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 so convoluted. It's so weird. It's such a strange story. I was going through this and I was chatting to James a little bit because I said I was going. He said, how do you find it? I said, well, I went cross-eyed about three times and started dribbling, trying to figure <laughs> out what the what the hell was going on a lot of the time. Do you know what? I actually got it. I stayed with it, which mm. which surprised me. And I think it helped that there was virtually no one else in the cinema <laughs> that I could just sit there and focus on it. But I, I kind of got the general gist that obviously he they need like trinity and morpheus to be together they're like the batteries that kind of make everything work and then um morpheus uh, sorry not morpheus um neo escapes and then he's obviously go-to is trinity 
and that's what causes the problems. And I was surprised that when they obviously go back and you see uh, Jada Pinker Smith, but I was surprised it was her. And I, I kept looking behind all the makeup to see if it was her, because uh, yeah. Niobe, and it was. And I kind it of is. thought, I didn't recognise her. And I mean, <laughs> part of me thought, oh, it's lovely, because if that is her, that's brilliant. But what's the point of having her back when you don't even recognise her, because the makeup's just... Yeah, it was Insane. supposed to be 60 years later, isn't it? So it's the makeup's very good. And you recognise oh, the voice, brilliant. don't you? Yeah. yeah. You can kind of tell it's her, but yeah, they've done done really, really well with the makeup on this. I mean, the budget for this must have been astronomical because the special effects and everything in it is flawless. Yeah. It's such a good film for that. I yeah, I completely say. agree. There was no problems with any of the special effects being pulled out of the film it, it was so good and there was yeah. a lot of action in there as well that mm. and i it, again there were so many things that came apparent and one thing i was disappointed with was agent smith played by um this time jonathan groff who's yes um keanu reeves is neo's thomas anderson's boss inside the matrix yeah. um i they kind of he used a few a few quotes and they did a few flashbacks so you knew it was him for the audience sake but i was a little bit disappointed and i don't know why um they why the the original actor um i can't remember his name now i'm sure you'll know oh um jesus christ we talk about how bloody amazing he is all the time but yeah Yeah. um i don't know maybe he didn't want to do it maybe he didn't want to do it yeah it's just a real shame but why why he wasn't back because it would have just been so no, good i thought that i thought it would be better if it was him but maybe you know they thought i don't know maybe they thought if he did look like him that he they wouldn't have been able to keep neo in check potentially because obviously maybe that would have been too much of a trigger for him to to sort of come back if you like that's the only way i can think of it yeah, it it was a it was a real shame because they hinted to him so much. They even showed different bits and they showed when Neo got shot and different things like that and the, the fights I had when loads of them came running in. And I was just waiting for him to to literally run in and just go for it and yeah. have all the old characters back because that would have been absolutely fantastic. But um, Hugo Weaving is the that's name. it. Hugo Weaving, absolutely awesome. Yeah, but it it was good, and I did like the story. And it's a kind of it's a simple story to a certain extent. It's he wants Neo back. Um, he wants Trinity back. Both of them, and if she comes back, it's got to be by her own free will. That's been agreed. And I liked it when he met her in the Matrix, and you saw Trinity now kind of aged and mm. just went out with her kids. And again, that was like a program to keep her happy. And it was a case of let her decide, does she want to st- stay happily married with her family or does she want to come out with Neo? And it was good later on in the film where it came down to them taking her from the machines. And they, yeah. she's had a premonition of meeting um, Neo, but it doesn't end well. And the fact that, it does kind of go through that whole scene that she's dreamt about. And she's in that restaurant or in the bar, with all of those um, police officers around. And you've got the analyst there as well. And she makes that decision that she does want to break away from the matrix. And it's really, really effective. And it's great to have her back. She's really, really good. And 
it's just like that nostalgia and it does work when it's a good film that like any good film when you bring the old characters back it is it works so well yeah their chemistry is 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 good massively i think you know it, it really the way they act it and stuff like that it really is does look like they're in love and they're obviously one in each other and you know from the very beginning when he's sort of chasing her sort of stalking her in a way isn't he um, yeah. he's always goes to the same coffee shops and stuff like that and then he finally gets it what i didn't understand was because you find out that there's his crony neo's got a crony hasn't he yeah it's always around he's a bit of a moron but then you find out later on that he's actually a program to keep him safe but yet he's the one that introduced him to trinity in the matrix when they didn't never needed to be introduced to each other yeah the whole point was that they needed to be close enough to each other for them to work as a really powerful battery yeah but if they got to know each other and broke out it could cause mass panic and and all the issues that happened last time if you see what so that was a massive plot hole for me It, it sort of took me out of it when that was explained later and I was like well you've just if your idiot program hadn't done that in the first place none of this would have happened but yeah it, it was it, some bits did get kind of too they asked so many questions but they didn't give you the answers and yeah and that's why I messaged you when I, I saw it some things I they put out there because at the end you you do get that big car chase or the motorbike chase and then they get up to the rooftop and you they show it in the trailers where the helicopter comes and he, he kind of deflects the bullets and i did like the bit when they were going there and obviously people were acting as human bombs and they were jumping out of the buildings just smashing on the floor i thought that was really effective and really sick as well wasn't it it's it's massively sick because yeah because the guy the um what's his face uh, the analyst he's got yeah. He calls it horde mode, doesn't it? Yes. And he can basically turn anyone that's in there into a weapon and they chase them down pretty much like zombies. Yeah. And yeah, they were just throwing themselves out of windows to try and land on the cars and the motorbikes. And yeah. And yeah. Oh, it was good. It was and you, they got that matrix kind of the, the, the green writing trickling program mm. trickling down in their eyes. I thought that was really good, especially the way it was introduced that you got husband and wife in bed and suddenly he just freaks out and jumps out the window of this oh, high rise. Yeah. It looked really good. But when they're on that rooftop um, and they jump off and first of all, I thought going back, it's jumping across the building like the leap of faith. Yeah. And then they started falling. And the fact that she they were hung in the air and she could fly. I, I didn't get that. Did you? I didn't understand how I know together they're kind of like this super battery and there's really powerful. But. I don't know. I think it was to try because he says, doesn't he? Uh, the analyst said, or Mr. Smith turns around and says, anyone can be you, but only one per, only I can be me. And that sort of alludes to the fact that anyone could be the one as long as they believe they could be. So oh, yeah. I think sort of Trinity remembered everything and let go and believed what she could do. And she ended up being as powerful as as Neo was, if you like. That's the way I. That's the way I took it. No, that's that wrapped it up nicely, to be honest. That's because again, I kind of left it thinking I don't want to ask questions. Mm. If they're bringing this back eighteen years later, then I want all of the answers there. And and there isn't, though, is there? 
there isn't no. is what's happened to agent smith because he because at the end he um the analyst has frozen them all in time hasn't he and he's being yeah. his normal normal cocky shit self and neil patrick harris plays that character very very well yeah but all of a sudden agent smith just comes out of nowhere and knocks him out more moving at normal speed and shoots him and then just goes yeah i took that because of what happened to agent smith before that he's so damaged that he's not part of the matrix still that he can move of his own free will oh no i completely i get i kind of get that but i didn't understand that he just then buggered off because he sort of said you know our truce is now over to neo and then just yeah it was tight it was too wrapped up nice and tidy (laughs) wasn't it that it's no explanations it's just like see you later i helped you out ta-da yeah i know but there you go maybe i'm obviously missing something there and no someone corrects me i was the same mate when i left i i didn't really get it and it i wanted to know because they've hated each other for so long but to have that truce but i did think and that um the character bugs that i thought she was really really good but she'd been a new character that it wasn't she wasn't the same as anyone else she wasn't trying to replace trinity she was great the choreography from her fighting was out of this world mm, it was yeah. so good it was just like the parkour the explosions it looked so realistic and it's strange because we always joke when you get like lethal weapon and um all of those other real cheesy arnie films that we've reviewed <laughs> you can tell it's someone different but thanks to the the special effects it's it looks like her and it looks so real i really enjoyed that oh definitely i think she was fantastic absolutely fantastic i couldn't i couldn't disagree with you at all i think she's probably been in some sort of stuff previously with fighting bits and pieces she's been in game of thrones and luke cage she was in that as well and iron fist so she's obviously done stuff with fighting so she's clearly very good at what she does let's yeah. put it that way yeah so she, yeah she's been loads of stuff so yeah, yeah she's, she's very good. very good very good so i mean at the end of it that when they go and see the analyst mm. and i i really liked uh, the last 40 minutes were the best 40 minutes of this film to be honest mm. when it started to kind of you knew what was going to happen and they start to wrap things up yeah. um and when they both go and see the analyst who's sitting there and really trinity properly kicks his ass that so she's <laughs> she's mega pissed off oh, yeah. and you've got neo just laughing behind and they're so chilled out together they're such a happy couple and confident and they're going to go and rewrite the whole matrix rather than destroy it do you think that's now left it open for another one or is it just left for us to wonder what's going to happen it's massively left it open for another one because they've said they're going to go and rewrite the matrix the analyst has turned around and said go and do what you want but this isn't over. And then you've got Agent Smith who's just disappeared. And also, ultimately, it doesn't really matter what happens in the Matrix, does it? No. In the sense of he's, even if he's the analyst inside, the machines could just go and send all their ridiculous robots as they did with Zion and just yeah. wipe out the humans in real life, if you see what I mean. Because that's yeah. what, um, what's her face, uh, Niobe was so worried about. She didn't want them to go back for Trinity because she didn't want her city destroyed like Zion. But she sort of went along with it anyway, 
conveniently in the sense of he let she let them escape so it's it's just do you see what i mean mm. it, it very much felt like oh look i've just basically done the first film again but 60 years later yeah i completely agree because she was dead against them uh, and she did in, to a certain extent imprison keanu reeves but then it was a lady who's very similar to kind of like the Oracle, whether I don't know who this lady was that kind of had so much influence to say, we'll just let him go. He knows what he's doing. And well, that was Sati, wasn't it? Which was the, from the, when he was oh, trapped of course it was. The from the underground. train station and the, in the underground, it was the daughter of the two. And it ended up that the, her father was the one that had created the capsules that they were in, in the real life, keeping them as batteries. Oh. So she, he, and he realised that what they were doing, so he built a back door, so to speak, and passed all the information onto Sati, and then they were erased for their betrayal. So she's now obviously helping them to try and get them out again. That's if you right. see what I mean. So it goes yeah. full circle. But I mean, I don't know how you th- how you sort of left it. It sounds like you quite enjoyed it. I can't say I didn't enjoy it. I thought it was a very fun, action-packed film. I agree with you in the sense that the last forty minutes were the best. And the rest of it was quite padded out with the amount of callbacks and stuff. It was yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you, oh. you even had the was it the mayor of Indian? Yeah. And yes. he came back for a token gesture five minute part, which had no relevance to it no. whatsoever. It was just a callback. And then again, they showed the second Matrix film of what he was for those who yeah. didn't realize. That was the only thing that I had issues with that they did too many callbacks that you didn't need which didn't help the story it was almost as if people were coming in fresh would then go all oh, right I, I suppose he was in the other one i'll go and check that out at some point well yeah i think that's that's completely right you know there was no need for that whatsoever he did nothing apart from speak french and speaking a, a nice accent and look disheveled yeah you know and why does he look disheveled just because he's a computer program that doesn't make any sense either it's just it was completely unnecessary it was a you know i'll get it it's a callback but there was no there was no need for it i didn't get excited seeing it because it ultimately didn't do anything no i didn't when i when i saw him i instantly knew he was and i chuckled yeah. purely because i knew i couldn't pronounce his name when we were doing the <laughs> previous podcast and i thought oh for fuck's sake i've got to now say his name but i wrote his name down and i broke it down into um four different bits <laughs> which is why i said it so eloquently you did you did i, I should have congratulated you on that to be fair i apologize to you massively but, but no, i agree yeah. it, it was really padded out but on the whole i really enjoyed it i think some of the call heard that about you pardon i've heard that about you <laughs> i love it mate <laughs> <laughs> but I, I came away i think because i was buzzing but i thought i'm not going to understand this but I actually did get it a lot of it and I understood why they were doing things. I was frustrated with coming away was still wondering about certain aspects of it, mm. but it was always going to be padded out. Um, but I didn't think this film was as technical and as convoluted as certainly the third one or the second one, to be honest. I thought this film was a, a very, very simple to understand. And I said, I don't know whether that's because we've done all the films. We spoke about it in so much depth or not but i came away and i enjoyed it but saying that i instantly thought this isn't a film that i could go back and watch again straight away unlike a lot of films like spider-man i'm gonna go and see that again uh, in a couple of days time 
because I enjoyed it. This film, mm. I struggled to sit back, relax and enjoy because there, there's so much to take in. And if you lose parts of it, you won't understand why certain people are doing certain things because it is that kind of story. But I enjoyed it. I I thought it was really good fun. The special effects were brilliant. I thought the, the characters, again, were really, really good. It was so good seeing Carrie-Anne Moss. I, I think she's so underused. She's got such screen presence. And Keanu Reeves, John Wick, just kicked such major ass. And yeah, I came away a lot happier than I thought. And I just I really didn't know what you'd think, honestly. Yeah, I'll be honest. I've come away a lot happier than I thought I would. But I I stand by my original thoughts of what it was about it. The action, fantastic. It was lovely to see this, all the characters back together, like you've said, you know, and they're very good. And the way they portrayed things was clever. And, you know, you can't knock it for the amount of effort they've put into it. But ultimately, I came out of there thinking that was completely unnecessary. And you, like you said, there's too many unanswered questions. And it basically felt exactly, it felt like a rewrite of the first film. Yeah, it, it, that's all it felt like to me. I walked out of there at the end thinking, oh, yeah, well done for this this film. And I'd recommend people go and watch it because it is a good film. Yeah, but it, it to me, it wasn't necessary. And, you know, I won't be going back to watch it. If it comes on, I'll probably and I'm in the mood. I'll watch it. But it has not for me, hasn't got the nostalgia and the want to watch like I would watch the first three over and over again. This one R- just feels like. I've been pestered enough to give, and they keep giving me enough money. Mm. All right, the horrible things that happen to her, I agree, you know, and that's awful. But if you want to go back to those characters, you could always write about those characters, but never have to bring them back to life. You wow. Know? Yeah. But you don't, do you? And I know that sounds harsh, and probably people think I'm a bit of an arsehole for that. And maybe I am. But from my side as a viewer, if it's taken the fact that they just keep offering you more and more money to bring these characters back, you know, that to, that to me is unnecessary. And it, 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 there was no point. But it, it was the case of she, she did it or she's Alana saying she did it because uh, it was the way she dealt with the loss and like diving back into a, a land, uh, a world that she's familiar with. And that, that mm. was the matrix. It, she said it wasn't the money because they kept offering the money, but um, oh, I'm sure and like I say I probably sound completely heartless and I'm not heartless because I know people do deal with things in different ways but for me this is a story that didn't need to be revisited you know for her I hope it's given her some closure and helped her out but for me personally on a personal level I don't I didn't need it and no no I, everyone's got yeah. their own opinion mate and it's always good to hear yours and I thought it was a a course correction on the first one where they are trying to to a certain extent take down the matrix but it's more of a love story between yeah. um neo and trinity definitely and that's really what it is and the other characters just simply they've got stand-ins um to replace characters we're already familiar with such as someone else taking over smith someone else taking over the analyst someone else taking over as morpheus and then even to a certain extent, Jada Pinkett and Smith, um, Niobe's taken over the general. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I expected a lot worse just mm. because sometimes the trailers are the good bits. And 
or they actually show stuff like Marvel do, especially they did in Infinity War when they put stuff in the trailers and it's not in the film. And you kind of think, yeah. God, I, I, that's really, really annoying. But mm. overall, I, I I liked it. So you'd rate this, by the sounds of it, the worst film out of all four of them, would you? For me, from a story point of view, yes. Because the first three made sense because they're all interlinked to each other. This is just an add-on. As a standalone film, it's a good film. It's a good watch. And I'd recommend people go and have a, a watch of it, especially if you like just watching a bunch of flashbacks and callbacks to another film. But yeah, for me, like I've said, yeah, I, I'd, I'd watch one, two and three a million times over watching this. It's interesting. So I know we'll never know, but if they released this one in 2005, two years after um, whether people would have, like, including yourself, whether you'd have a different opinion, or do you think it's the fact that it's been dormant for 18 years, 17 years, and should it have ever come back? Well, you know if they, obviously, they couldn't have done it, but if they had done it this way, it's like they did the first one, and then the second one was this one, it would have, it would have sort of made more sense. Well, I suppose it wouldn't actually. No, that's that's completely wrong because this is only happening after what happened from the events from the first three films but yeah. i don't know the fact that they rebuilt them and it was all very com- yeah it just all seemed a bit convenient uh, yeah. for me so no no that's fair enough that's fair enough well honestly i thought you'd come away with a worse opinion than that so i'm really really surprised because <laughs> as i say we, we didn't discuss this beforehand so no. i was expecting you to absolutely hammer that film so it's quite refreshing but so did i but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I liked it more than you by the sounds. That's amazing. So, okay, so that's our kind of very, very quick review of The Matrix uh, Resurrection. So, if you haven't seen the film, if you've listened to this, we've ruined the film completely for you. But go and watch it anyway, listen to the podcast again and see if you agree. Thanks to everyone this year for downloading all of the podcasts. We've getting constantly much over 50,000 downloads a month, which is absolutely insane. We've got Hopefully, by the time you've heard this, the last uh, episode, number six of Hawkeye, will be out. Oh, yes. Um, and that that was a really, really good episode, really good ending. I hope you enjoy that if you have seen it. Uh, just very quickly before we do go, have you seen The Book of Boba Fett yet, episode one? No, I am going to watch that probably tomorrow. I watched that today. I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't know mm. what to expect. Um, and... I, it's a case of do I do because I, I did the Mandalorian and yeah. everything else. I, I thought I, Cobra Kai is coming out as well. I'm going to spend all of my life and probably <laughs> at the, the cost of my marriage <laughs> doing reviews. Now I'm not going to do a review um, on the, the uh, book of Boba Fett, but when Cobra Kai comes out, I will be because I've done season one, two, and three available on YouTube to watch. So I'm going to carry on doing that. But Definitely. we'll be back again um, in the new year hopefully with Die Hard and uh, just talking the same amount of bollocks. Before we go, anything else you want to add, my friend? No, just uh, I, thank you again. And I, like I say, in relation to Boba Fett, if it's anything like The Mandalorian in the way they did it, I'll be very much looking forward to it because that was a fantastic, fantastic well, John Favreau, Robert Rodriguez, it's the same people. So Then, um, then I suspect it'll be fucking amazing. So exactly. Heard it there from his lovely lips. <laughs> thanks guys everyone you take care we'll be back and see you soon bye bye one pill makes you 
Thank you.